Hey Chicks, I'm Sal. And I'm Al. And this is Two Broke Chicks, the show that shares life lessons for the gals from the gals. And in today's episode, we're talking about festival do's and don'ts. Because Splendour in the Grass is coming up at the end of July. Lost Paradise and Falls are coming up at the end of the year as well. It's all happening. Al and I have both been to our fair share of festivals, both one day and camping situations. So we thought that we would share some of the life lessons we've picked up along the way. Trauma. Mm -hmm. Before we get into the festival fun, what's your life lesson of the week? My life lesson of the week is a little bit of a saying that if it works out, great. If not, it's for the plot. If you break up with your boyfriend, get fired from work. Not so great, but it's for the plot. No good movie, story, book, whatever has all highs, we've got to have some peaks and valleys. Also, if you're wondering whether or not to do something because it sounds a bit crazy, do it. It's for the plot. It's for the plot. I love that. You need conflict to have a resolution. Legit. If you're like, should I dance on this table? Yes, it's for the plot. I love that. So my life lesson of the week is... We've been sleeping very, very badly. So Alex and I both sleep. No, 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 I hate this. I know, I know. Okay, so. I know what this is going to be. Context. Alex and I both sleep on our stomach, one leg up, head turned to the side, and then kind of like cuddling each other slash a pillow. And I've been loving it. It feels good. It feels good. It feels good. It sends me to sleep every time. It's a superior sleeping position. It is. But recently I've been waking up with um, some neck pain and a little bit of shoulder pain. And I know Al has been as well. I was just trying to deny it, being like, oh, no, I slept funny. It's just something out of the ordinary. And then I keep seeing TikToks being like, this is why lying on your stomach is so bad for you. It feels good. So basically, when you're lying on your stomach, when you're sleeping, your spine, your neck, and if you also have your leg up as well like we do... All of those things are strained and tense for the entire time that you're sleeping. So they are like actively working to be in that position all night long. And that's really bad for your neck and really bad for your spine. So apparently you should be sleeping on your back, which is really hard. But I've been like trying to train myself to sleep on my back And I think I'm slowly getting there. I hate it. I know. It feels so good. Like I won't go to sleep in that position to start. I'll like Mm. be on my back or just be on my side or something. And I will like kind of be wrestling around. And then as soon as I go on my tummy, put my leg up and like (laughs) get my like arms under the pillow, I'm like, oh, yeah, like that's the good stuff. As soon as you get into that REM sleep, it's oh, over. I'm on my tummy, legs so up. It so good. I'm like, no, I'll just keep paying like $50 a week for acupuncture <laughs> just so I can continue to sleep in that position. Okay, I'll try. Yes. Now that we've got our life lessons out of the way, let's get into the meat of the episode, shall we? As we mentioned up top, today's episode is all about festival do's and don'ts. So we're going to run through a bunch of our hot tips for your next fezzy. Whether or not it's a camping festival or a one-dayer, like you'll be able to pick up heaps of tips from this episode. So we've got you. Going to kick us off with an easy but effective one, which is to screenshot the set times of the festival and set it as your lock screen on your phone. Lifesaver. You can go a step further and like underline or highlight 
the artists that you really want to see. So that's like easier. So you're not yeah. like, you know, having to search in, especially if it's like smaller on your phone screen. Such an easy way to make sure that you're not missing your fave artists, see which stage you need to go to. And then also you're saving your phone battery by not having to open up your phone. Also like my camera roll is a scary place to be. There are some things in there. I don't even know what that is. I'm like, what is that? (laughs) So to like have to try and scroll through that to find it, especially when I've probably got two eyeballs rolling separate ways. Exactly. From multiple bevies. And you've taken like 600 festival photos. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Keep it simple, stupid. So our next tip is to save the on-site emergency numbers in your phone. Also with these festivals, you can lose reception really easily. Your internet's like, you know. So having these saved to your phone is just going to, one, give you peace of mind and two, save your ass if you need it. Mm-hmm. There's usually different numbers as well if you're camping, so for your specific area or for the different stages. That's another good thing as well is because say if you've got an emergency number for your where you're camping but then you're at the main stage and you need help, it's going to be a different number a lot of the time. And I have experience with this because oh, when God. I went to Splendor in the Grass, one of my best friend Nikita, she and I went there. We're having the best time. It was like the first day of the festival and two guys just bowled her over. Long story short, she broke her leg and we were stuck in the middle of the crowd at Splendor in the Grass in the mud. The night's really kicking off. It's just madness around and it took us a long time to find the little sign post that had the number and call the emergency. Between the time that she fell over and the emergency came, it was like almost two hours. Whereas if we'd already had that number, it would have fast-tracked that process, especially if, you know, somebody is in serious danger. That's a hard bone to break. So the next one is another one that I have from experience, and that is check your air mattress and your tent before you go. I don't know about you, but I'm not camping every other weekend. Usually I'm borrowing this stuff from mm. someone or it's from Kmart or something that I haven't used in years. And then you get to the festival, you blow up your air mattress and then halfway through the night you're literally on like a dirt floor with the worst back pain and hangover of your life. Do you know what the worst part of that is? Is when you blow it up, you're done, you're sorted and then you just hear and you're like Exactly. Or you go to set up your tent and then you realise you don't have all the poles. Like, just have a little test run before you go because there's nothing worse than being stuck, like, in the middle of a field in Byron Bay with not a Kmart in sight and you're there for three days. I also think you can get there and just be like, bing, bang, bong, done, let's go get pissed. Exactly. And do it responsibly, obviously. Okay, I don't know if this is a do or a don't, but basically when we were doing research for this episode, we came across... A cursed TikTok tip for festivals. The TikToker was at Mull, M-U-L-L, their name is Molly. And she was really hyping up her tip and she was like, this is my number one tip for festivals. Literally changed the game. It was so great as soon as I started doing it. And it was to wear a diaper. No. Molly. No, no. Molly. No. She continues to be like, there's nothing worse than when your favourite artist is playing and you need to pee. And she was literally saying wear a diaper so that when you're in the marsh, you can just let loose. No, thank you. I respect the choice and dedication, Mm -hmm. but there is no musician on this world that I would pee into a diaper for. Literally. You don't want to be peeing your pants while like Harry Styles is in plain view. Instead, just go to the bathroom before you head into the marsh. Yeah. 
But another tip that we saw was to put Vicks Vaporub under your nostrils before you go into the toilet so you're not assaulted by the stench of the mm. public bathrooms. Oh, my God, yeah, because those porta potties at festivals are vile. Don't, I can't even think about it. Mm-hmm. So the Vicks Vapor Rub mm-hmm. and then also bring some toilet paper with you as well Yeah, for your campsite. Next one is another tent tip. Tent tip. Decorate your tent with something that will make it recognisable in the sea of black tents when you're stumbling back to your tent after one too many double blacks because I've been there and you're like, yep, cool, we're in section, blah, blah, in the light of day and then you come back at the end of the night and you're like, I just want to go to bed. So just bring like a little flag or something or even one time I used like a bandana, like just something that simple and it will make it so much easier. You will thank yourself. What? One time I crawled into the wrong tent. Oh, my God, (laughs) Alex. In my defence... It was the same tent. And I was like, what got here quicker than I thought I would? Speed walker over here. Oh my God. Literally got in and was like, oh my God, their stuff's such a mess. I was like, they really need to clean up their stuff. I swear it wasn't that messy. And they're just like, I think you have the wrong tent. And I didn't say anything. Oh my God, you just ran out. I just looked at them and I was like, I will exit stage left. Goodbye. Thank you. (laughs) So, yeah, make sure you know it's your tent. Mm -hmm. If you tied a little scarf to your tent, that wouldn't have happened. Okay. I really like this tip. It's to not go too crazy on an outfit. Don't spend heaps of money on an outfit and don't go too out there because you're going to be uncomfortable all day. Mm -hmm. Like wear something that you don't have to spend hundreds of dollars on for this outfit that you're probably only going to wear once, let's be honest, because you're going to have 5,000 pictures in it. And if it's too crazy, you can't really wear it to go get an iced coffee the next morning, can you? Yeah. Especially now I feel like we're transitioning from that wild rave festival aesthetic of Mm -hmm. harnesses and fringe. Look at Coachella this year. There were all these influencers and this like crazy outfits. Not crazy. And I don't mean that in a bad way. It's more like loud and outlandish and almost a costume. Yeah. I think that's the thing. It's not something that you would wear anywhere else. Very loud. And then you looked at Hayley, Kendall, Kylie all showed up in like jeans and a tank top. I love that. Me too. Let's make that the standard because I've been to festivals and I was wearing something for the look and I was like, I'm so uncomfortable and I always, always end up getting changed. Yeah. I always end up getting changed out of what I was wearing at the start of the day and putting on a pair of cowboy boots or gum boots and shorts and a T-shirt because I'm like, I just want to be comfy. Yeah, exactly. The other thing is is that nobody cares what you're wearing. Oh, you yeah. think you're like, oh, my God, what am I going to wear to Splendor? Like, uh, everybody's looking at me. No one cares what you're wearing. So you may as well be comfortable and wear something that you can wear again. And you feel good in as yeah. well. Because, like, there's nothing that, like, puts you in a better God complex mood than when you're comfortable and be like, I look fucking hot. But if you have to be stressed about whether your strap's going to break or anything like that, yeah, just don't do it. And also something that works in the day, but then as soon as the sun goes down, you're freezing your tits off. Oh, I hate being cold. Yeah. Bonus tip if you are going to a festival this season, do not wear a brand new pair of Doc Martens. Oh, my gosh. I think I could see the bone. Those blisters were so deep. It was one of the most painful experiences of my life. If you want to wear docks to a festival, you need to buy them at least six months beforehand and break those suckers in because they are the most comfortable shoe once they're broken in. But before then, get ready for the pain. No pain, no gain, no Doc Martens. Yeah, that is a solid tip. Another one on the fashion front. 
organize your outfits beforehand and put them in separate little packing bags or plastic bags, whatever you have, and then label them day one, day two, day three. So then you've got everything in there that you need. At the end of the day, you can just chuck it back in the bag. You don't have to worry about it mingling with the rest of your suitcase. And then when you're camping or if it's in the back of your car, you're not having to rifle through, waste time. It's just so much easier. And then you make sure that you have everything. Maybe try everything on before you go as well, because nothing in the world hurts your feelings more than when you plan an outfit in your head and you put it on and it looks like garbage. Mm-hmm. I always do a practice run to make sure that it's comfortable because you're not near your wardrobe, babe. No. Nobody's going to help you. So our second last tip is to have a designated meat spot. Again, this is kind of similar to saving the emergency numbers that you might not need it, but if you do, it will save the day. Because if your phone dies, if you get separated from your friends and they had your phone in their bag, things like that, and you can't get in contact with people, it's just good to be like, okay, we get separated, we meet here. That mm-hmm. way you're not going to the bathroom, going to the drink stand, going to wherever you wear last and you just know where to go. Yeah. At festivals, they're always in remote areas and there are so many people there that there's never any reception. So even if you have 100%, It's going to be really hard to find your friends. So that is a solid tip. Yeah. I know that happens to me all the time because I get excited and I'm like, woo! Yeah. I am that friend that gets a bit drunk and am like, time to go on an adventure. Yeah. I'm that person that's on a mission to get to the barrier and I will leave my friends for dead. If you're not coming with me, like, sorry. It's true. So that's why we need the meeting spots. I'm not sure how you haven't had your head kicked in at this point. (laughs) Because the way that you like weasel your way to the front, I'm terrified. I'm just behind. I'm like, so sorry. I'm with her. Like, <laughs> it's because I'm so cute. Yeah, anyway, moving okay. on before you have time to debate that. <laughs> <laughs> Our last tip is a quick festival shopping list of things that you might not have thought that you need, but you absolutely do need when you're going to a festival. First one, portable phone charger. Lifesaver. Absolute lifesaver because you are going to be spending so much time taking photos, opening your lock screen to see what set times are, trying to call your friends. You're out all day. Your phone is going to die. Yeah. Quick smart. There's nothing worse than doing that like switch to airplane mode and off airplane mode trying to reserve your battery. It's horrendous. Oh, my God. Just get a portable charger, please. Yeah, get a portable charger. So easy. Next one, toilet paper, as we mentioned. Speaks for itself. Yeah. Very easy. The other one, always pack double the amount of socks and undies that you think you'll need. I feel like people always do the double the amount of undies. It's like four days I'll pack 15 undies, but they always underestimate the socks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and at a festival all day and night, better to be safe than sorry, especially if it's at Splendour in the Grass where you end up like neck deep in mud, you know. <laughs> Next one, a disposable camera. Yeah, this is just a good vibe and you're probably going to take more quality pictures with a disposable camera than you are on your phone. Like on your phone, you're going to be like, snip, snap, snap, mm. and you're not really going to look back on them. Whereas when you take a disposable camera, you value the photos that you're taking more, yeah. make sure that they're good ones, and they're just really nice memories to have. Mm. Yeah, I always take my Polaroid camera, but a disposable camera is so much smaller and easier to carry around. But I cherish those photos, and there's so many fucking funny photos that at the end of the night you pull them out and you're like, the hell was that? So it's a fun little surprise. Or getting them developed like a week later and you can really have like like a throwback Thursday Yeah, night. exactly. It's very cute. And then last but not least, a tent lock. Mm. 
We saw someone on TikTok saying don't put a lock on your tent because then it encourages people to like be like, oh, what are they hiding? There must be something valuable in there. Just but put a lock I on think your that's tent. bullshit. Just that's put a lock stupid. on your tent. If you don't put a lock on your tent, you might have me crawling in there at the, <laughs> in the middle of the night thinking it's my tent, being like, oh, this looks like a nice place to rustle up some crap. Oh, my God. Well, that's a wrap for our hot fezzy tips. <laughs> hot fezzy tips. Yeah, that's right. I went there. <laughs> Course, drink responsibly. Drink yeah, lots of water. Yeah. Bing, wear bang, sunscreen. Bong. You're an adult. Make your own decisions. Just rock out and have a f- good rock time. Rock out with your f- out. Yeah, <laughs> that's tip number ten. Rock out with your f- out, baby. It's time for our product recommendations of the week. So every episode, we love to highlight some of our bargains. Bargains or like just great buys because we mm-hmm. both have crippling shopping addictions. Exactly. With multiple parcels coming a month because it's the only way I feel any sort of joy and emotion in this world. Anyway. No hashtag ad, no hashtag spawn. We just genuinely love these products. But this week, we actually both have picks from the same brand, and that is Stax. If you're not aware, Stax is this amazing Australian activewear brand. And we recently got a bunch of goodies from there because they were having a massive sale on. It's like 50% off site wide. And I was like, say less. Literally, what else were we to do? And I got a few things, but my favorite thing that I got was the Run Club limited edition hoodie. I got it in like the forest green color and it's a unisex design and I got it in the size small. So it's really oversized. It's 100% cotton and it's fleecy. It's so comfortable. I've been chucking it on when I go to the gym, but also it's nice enough that I can wear it with jeans and like out to brunch. So I got it a week ago and I think I've seen her in it five times. It was 100 bucks, but I've definitely got my cost per wear oh out of Oh my God, it. yeah, worth it. Jumpers like that, 100% worth the cost as well because as well when their lining is cheap, it's just shit. Yeah, I hate that like rough kind of lining that's like sweaters and jumpers can have. Me too. That isn't fleecy and comfy. So an absolute essential for winter. What's yours? Good tip. Mine is, and you probably heard about these if you've heard of Stax, but it is the best black leggings. And let me tell you, they have earned that name and then some. (laughs) I have leggings from Nike, Gymshark, Lilybod, Lorna Jane, and these are without a doubt the best black leggings I have ever tried. Not only does my bum look phenomenal in them, but they just feel like a second skin. They're not kind of that like smooth lycra-y material they're like an elastic I can't even describe it but they're so comfortable they like really snatch you in at the waist hug and like lift your berm and then are just so so comfy I wear the extra small because they've got like some good stretch to it but as well they have not stretched I've worn them washed them so many times I've got four pairs and they have not lost their shape at all. Whereas I've had Nike ones that I washed them like three times. Yeah. And they were There's nothing more the unflattering than a saggy pair of leggings. They're $79.95, but there's like a bunch of promo codes that you can use from like every influencer. I'm pretty sure Flex Mommy has one. It's Flex 10. Oh, yeah. I saw her wearing that like almost limoncello colored oh, set. Gorgeous. I was like, they have really nice, like colorful sets as well. Yeah. Like, I'm definitely more of a basic bitch and just wear like all black active wear with maybe like a white button shirt, my white sneakers. <laughs> but they've got a lot of really fun colors. I got a brown set actually. Yeah. Still neutrals, but we're branching out. Good. We're growing. I love that. Yep. So, stacks. Check stacks. them out. Stacks. 
Stacks. Stacks. Stacks. Well, that's another episode of Two Broke Chicks wrapped up. Enjoy your festival season, everyone. I can't believe that we're back. It's so exciting. baby. Feel free to hit us up and share some of your festival do's and don'ts because I'm sure the chicks have lots of gems of wisdom to share. Yeah, drop them in the comments. Drop your festival tips in the comments. We love to hear them. And we probably need them. Yeah, seriously. We need help. We do. We need help. (laughs) But as always, all of the resources and product recs that we mentioned in today's episode are in the show notes. For a transcript, head to finder.com.au slash twobrokechick. Thank you to our executive producer, Paria Tahazadeh, Bambi Media for editing this episode and also Maiden Katana for having us. And to you chicks, thanks for having us in your ear holes. We love to be here. I love it. See you in the mosh pit. Yeah, see you in the mosh, chicks. <laughs> Bye. Bye.